Let's get Let's freaky. Get freaky. Greetings, fellow freaky folks, and welcome to the very first podcast episode of Let's Get Freaky. My name is Jason, I'm your host, and I'm a freak, which may be kind of hard to tell, maybe not so hard to tell, I don't know, it's not for me to decide for you, it's how I identify. Isn't that the biggest thing of all these days? Identity. How do you identify? Who are you? Who am I? What is this podcast about? Who are you, dear listener? How do you identify? Well, I'm guessing at least a little bit freaky. Something about this title encouraged you to give it a try, and hopefully I will be worth that. But as I said, this is the very first episode, so I'm very new to this, although I am a big fan of podcasts. I never thought I would be doing one, and then I kind of thought about doing one, and then I became obsessed with trying to do one. And I've tried and tried and tried to get it set up, get it how I wanted, all the things, all the challenges, and here I am, finally. Finally feeling comfortable enough to share my voice, to share my journey, to share my truths, my perspective on life not because I think I have it right because I think we all have it wrong more specifically but we all have a little piece of it we all got a little bit of the lowercase t truth and we're all in search of this capital T truth and there's no way for any of us to even begin to comprehend everything, let alone the fraction that we barely know as a species. So I'm trying not to get too hung up on the fact that I I, I don't know a lot about this stuff. I want to learn, and hopefully... You are also the type that likes to learn because that's what my hope and goal is for this podcast is that we can learn and kind of grow together, learn more about what's going on so that we can each in our own ways find more of our own truth, more of our own self to ease the burden of this journey, right? Buddha said the first truth, first noble truth, suffering. There you have it. I mean, there are different versions, different ideas, but that's the gist of it. Life fucking sucks, right? As much as we want it to be all milk and honey, you got to go down to go up and... Oh, Lordy, I've been down and up, down and up. That's been been my life. It's been a roller coaster. It's been 
a lot and there's a lot to unpack here i got a lot of stories to share a lot of perspectives to give um and because of that i'm gonna be honest with you and and be as sincere as i can um and share my side of my story unfortunately that may at times mean that i'm talking about other people or other things of which i really don't mean to or intend to put blame or any kind of anything on anybody else but it's just kind of the way our language works and the way it sounds and hopefully I'm not out here pissing a bunch of people off because I certainly don't want or need any extra drama in my life. I've had enough trauma, enough drama. Um, I'm not out here to teach anybody anything. I'm just a student of life, of the game, and trying to figure it out and compare notes with other people. And so... That's my intention. That's that's what I want to do out of this podcast. And unfortunately, if you're used to podcasts where it's a guest and conversation, it's not going to be that for a hot minute. I got a lot of stuff on my mind and a lot of stuff on my heart that I need to get out, that I need to share um, just for my own mental health and I know it makes for bad podcasting to listen to a single person just ramble on and on and on and I do apologize for that I'll try to make it entertaining I'll try not to be too boring hopefully Um, and part of that is if you want to do more than listen i am video recording this podcast and i will be displaying my art that i create behind me which is a fancy little transition there so at least you'll have some visuals to go with so you don't have to just stare at listen to my voice or if you're watching on youtube you don't have to just stare at my ugly mug You get to see some of my creativity and how I like to process the world and spend my spare time. Art is a big part, has been a big part of my life, a big hobby of mine in the last few years. Um, So I'll talk about that. I'll talk about my other interests. That's a lot of what this podcast is about is not about my interests, but it's about how we as humans find these things that we like and love and become our passions or things that help us get into that flow state. And it's been a concept that I've been pretty obsessed with ever since I learned about it in my early 20s and just how do I apply that to my own life and how do I how do we collectively do more spend more time doing what we love and feeling better and having better results 
for ourselves and collectively, I think, for each other. But as much as that was something I was obsessed with and working on in my 20s, uh, I, I had a lot of chronic illness issues that came up and it sort of derailed that path and... There's a whole bunch of stuff to talk about with health, and so that's going to be a big part of this podcast as well. And then, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I sort of inadvertently laid it out there in a very awkward and shitty way. But, so, the basic idea is... <laughs> I. I want to talk about life. I want to talk about the mental aspects of life, consciousness, mental health. Uh, that's been a big issue of mine. I've got a lot to talk about. I've got a lot of opinions about the mental health uh, treatment that's available to people. Uh, anyways, uh, so Mondays to make it kind of a bit uh, more fun, a little bit more creative, not really, to rip off the bangles. Mondays will be Manic Mondays, where we're talking about mental health issues, consciousness, what's going on there. Wednesdays are Wacky Wednesdays. We talk about how absurd life is. And so it's pretty much kind of all on the table <laughs> everything other than mental health i guess now mental health will also be a part of that as well it all it all weaves together right and then fridays are freaky fridays because who doesn't love jamie lee curtis and Lindsay lohan now it's about being a freak right the title of this podcast is let's get freaky um and I'll talk about it ad nauseum, but um, my artwork and all this stuff, this whole transition I've made in my life has been about this concept that I came up with of Comedy Freak, which isn't original. I couldn't even get the name on half of the social media, but um, that there's a much deeper meaning to that and something that I'm going to spend a lot of time on but the gist of it is is finding the thing that you're passionate about that drives you to want to become better to build your life around this thing that you love and can grow and get better at and for me uh I identified that as comedy at the age of 41. <laughs> I, 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 I took the leap and got over, at least briefly, for a little bit, my social anxiety to get to perform at an open mic a few times. And then I was like, I really like doing this, but my health issues are so bad. I need to address these health issues. I need to get my life kind of in order to be able to do this more. And then COVID happened and my health issues got worse, which wasn't really related to COVID 
directly, but just kind of stress in general, and uh, yada, yada, yada. Here we are. This is the short version of that. There will be copious, copious amounts of time to do that, but I don't want this first episode to be long. I want it to just kind of be a brief introduction because... First of all, I don't have a lot of time to record today, which is probably beneficial for anybody listening or watching, but uh, it has to start somewhere. Fucking Joe Rogan, King of Podcasts, his first podcast was basically a little Twitter live stream with some silly snowflakes, so I'm starting here. I've got my silly little art behind me, Um, and for those watching on YouTube, I apologize. I haven't even really been changing it up there's way more than this there's so much fucking art i i the the gist of of my freakiness which i came to discover um a few years back through a lot of reflection and just going back through a lot of shit that I had very much on purpose from my childhood traumas and just memories in general, right, that I just shoved down. I'm not that person. I'm going off and doing my own thing and yada, yada, yada. And yet I failed and failed and failed and failed. But I learned and learned and learned and learned. And I just bonked my nose on the microphone. Hopefully I'll learn to not get so animated, but... Um, the point was that I, I figured out that I'm, let's call it neurodivergent, right? It's self-diagnosed neurodivergent. That's the most comfortable way I feel about expressing it to others who may be identifying similarly, um, whether you want to say autistic, whether you want to say autism level one or Asperger's or whatever, however you comfortably say it, I can comfortably say it too. I always just thought of myself as a freak. So <laughs> right before I kind of figured out the neurodivergent thing, I just really embraced that freak and that label and because as I was trying to figure out this whole how do I do stand up and how does it even work or whatever how do you do it I started studying comedy that's what I do if I want to learn about something I'm going to get books from the library I'm going to watch YouTube videos and listen to podcasting and when I got into the comedy podcasting world it just there was so much depth there that was the most open and honest I had heard people being about just life and and specifically mental health issues and, and a lot of stuff but um it just further like further intensified this feeling of this is my tribe these are my people as much as I'm ever gonna like people which isn't a lot I'm 
I'm very good one-on-one, maybe a small group, uh, more than three people. I start, it's, it's too much for me. It's sensory overload. And that's always been the case. But, um, anyways, as I was reading this one particular book, which is right here for those on YouTube, if you can see that, here we go. Terrible, terrible. Uh, it's called Playfully Inappropriate by Jared Volley. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. I'm pretty sure I am. I watched some of his YouTube videos years back when I was really studying this book. Um, it's more of a, it's called, if subtitled, The Fun Way to Write Comedy. Um, it's really a lot of basically just a book about creativity and unlocking creativity and not just using like brainstorming but so there's a lot of helpful advice that way but what really did it for me was there was just this venn diagram of um this theory of comedy which jared believes is is the best one and who knows let's not dissect the frog too much right here and debate but um called benign violation theory which is basically safety versus a stressor a trigger if you will in the trending words of the day excuse me that'll trend right there there's your first viral clip folks um so seeing the Venn diagram um it's a lot to get into right here and I'll do a more specific video about it for sure uh because this is a very very important concept to me and judging from the back of the book it really I think affected Jared also so hopefully Jared Volley Volley you will come on this podcast someday these are these are hashtag goals people's um basically the 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 thing that kind of stuck in my craw if you will was that the the audience the listener isn't consciously deciding whether the joke is funny or not like there's nothing i can do as a performer to guarantee that what I do is going to make you laugh. It has to go through your filters and your particular system. Um, So the game is to try to do it in a certain way, which playfully inappropriate way is kind of how Jared summed it up. And um, anyways, it just got me back into this whole thing of how do we make decisions? How do we get control of this meat suit that is so much neurons firing, so many molecules interacting, atoms vibrating? Where's the control in there? There's no little person inside of us pulling levers pushing buttons there's no conductor for the band in there in the scientific way and and of of logical way of of going down that path um and it just took me right back 
<clears throat> to where I was before I got sick, which was in the crux of that that conundrum right there, that paradox. Is this all just happening? Is this all predetermined? Is there free will? Is there choice? And that whole philosophical area and attacking it from philosophy and religion and neuroscience and physics, chemistry, biology, like it, that's, that was the path I was, I was going down. And when I got sick, I just basically, I guess I chose kind of fluctuated between hedonism and nihilism. And in the end, I just got too damn sick and just did what I could do to keep the ship afloat and keep the wife and kids as happy as possible and not do too much to make the unknowns of my unknown cause of my chronic illnesses flare up. That was, that was the game. <clears throat> so I saw this concept again and it just like made me realize that this whole dynamic of safety and violation of stress and, and comfort, this whole balance is at play throughout our whole system, throughout our whole body. How do I get control of that? And what I, what I ended up getting back into was this whole feeling of lightness of just being able to let go because I, I, I felt this relief of just being back to myself for the first time in, I guess, 14 years at that point. Like it was, it was like a switch went on inside of me. And so I felt alive. I felt connected to the universe again for the first time in so long. And everything was just in technicolor. And it was, it was a, it was a good time. And it just, it reminded me of when I was a teenager and uh, was baptized and was really into that whole being a Christian thing at that time and, and just that it was the same sort of vibration is the easiest way to say it and I like the fact that it wasn't Jesus making me feel this way now it was comedy kind of made me think of the whole Jesus freak movement in my youth and, and how people were trying to get people into Jesus. And I'm like, Oh, comedy can do it too. And then I became, I, I just, it just all, all the pieces started falling together. I'm like, Oh, it can be anything, right? Whatever you love, whatever your passion is, whatever is the thing that gets you consistently into that flow state and helps you let go of all the other noise and distraction. And just everything comes down into that focus and that, little sacred space of balance, right? 
how this whole thing is about balance. And it was just, it was a real freaky time. I'm not going to lie. Like I, I used YouTube intermittently for when I needed to search for any stuff, but now I'm searching a lot for comedy and, but then I'm starting to search for these religious and philosophical and all this kind of stuff. And I, the, the algorithm was spitting out all kinds of stuff that it seemed to really be syncing up, right? There was a lot of synchronicity for all the unions out there. Um, and so it just became this, this thing, this movement. And the more I listened to podcasts and, and really got into that world, like the more I'm like, this is where these conversations that I've been looking for my whole life are happening on a regular basis. I was like, I don't know how, but I need to earn my seat at the big boy table. I need, I need to be with these people and talk about these things. And here I am three and a half years later, officially starting that journey. Right. So Mondays will be mental health and I'll, I'll talk about my, my battles with depression, with anxiety, with what I could never figure out with whether it was cyclothymia, bipolar two, whatever. And what I came to just realize is what I'll call neurodivergent and kind of again getting with balance just the more imbalance there is genetically the more imbalance there's going to be within the individual that doesn't mean that that imbalance is good or bad by itself it just it means that's what it is right the code is the code if this one doesn't match up with this one how it would normally then that's imbalanced and that will code either more or less it kind of turns on off right switches so i i'm gonna go deep on stuff i went to school to be a doctor and then my junior year i decided i don't want to be a doctor i can't stand the system all they're doing is filling people full of drugs but I thought maybe I would be a surgeon but to commit to that lifestyle was to commit to basically giving up my social life which I didn't really have much of one but I did have some friends and wanted to get married and start a family and all those things that people do right and I knew that if I went down that route I would just basically go into terminator mode and lock in and be that cyborg for that. And that would be how I would serve. Because it was very important to me to have a career where I could serve. And I ended up never finishing college and having a career where I served by taking care of disabled people until I became too disabled to take care of them. And so I've spent the last couple of years trying to get healthier and it it's been a, a long fucking journey so uh, there'll, there'll be a lot of other 
all the health issues tie together because in the end, everything ties together. It's all an ecosystem. It's all a network. It's all a web. Use your favorite image analogy, however you want to think about it. <clears throat> so all of that, you know, on Mondays is basically the the experience of being an individual human, right? And then Wednesdays is about everything outside of that. But it's also about how they're similar, how they're different, because that that's really the Buddha's point, right? Is behind that suffering, there's a cause, and that cause is attachment, which causes separation it's clinging it's getting stuck in feedback loops it's ruminating and ruminating it's analysis by paralysis buddha was the first psychologist to the people right um obviously i got a lot to say about buddha but i'm not a buddhist i'm not the closest i would say is a taoist that's the philosophy that I can most identify with just because it's chocked full of humility inside of it, right? The Tao that can be named is not the Tao. Well, there you go. Have fun spending your time with that, with any of the Zen koans. What is the sound of one hand clapping? All those kind of guru tricks, right? The point is to get you to that place. And what got me to that place beyond comedy was watching, I'm not even sure how in the fuck a lot of this stuff happened. Again, there was a lot of synchronicities, but a Mandelbrot Zoom video came on um, by Mathstown. Shout out to Mathstown. Link below. I'll try to make sure and do that. If not, I'm going to shout out Mathstown a lot, and there will definitely be links. Um, but it just became a meditative experience for me, and I just kind of became obsessed with this whole <laughs> what's going on behind the matrix. What's, <laughs> what's at the middle of the middle of the middle of the middle? Everybody's looking to the ends. When did it start? Where is it going? What's the middle? Because the middle becomes the fulcrum upon which change occurs. And I get, I get obsessed and I get into these things. And this is a, a, a shameless plug for the YouTube other than just the art um, which I hope people will see and can hopefully appreciate. I, it's it's different, but the artwork is very much inspired by the Mandelbrot set and this idea of balance in the middle and symmetry and beauty and fractals. And I don't know. I mean, the cover of my biology book from 
Uh, I say that like it's it's two feet away from me and I could look at it and validate it, but I'm like I'm pretty sure it's just the kind of cochlear spiral sort of Fibonacci type thing, right? That that sort of natural beauty, that sat- natural law, that natural balance that helps keeps the whole thing together. And the more I've been thinking and obsessing about it and trying to apply it into principles of my life and see how it, right, it's there, it's everywhere. And that's the point is all of these religions and philosophies and cultures and societies, we're all trying to figure out the same thing just in different times with different things available to us. And so I'm looking for the similarities not the differences of which they're so plentiful. And I've gotten really good at that because I've spent so much time at it. And I don't mean really good as in I know so much about it. I just can really... It's not hard for me to consider a Buddhist or a Muslim or a Christian or a Jewish person. like However people identify pagan, whatever... Right, I feel we're all just trying to connect to it, and we all name it differently and come at it differently, and so that informs who I am as a person and how I treat people in that regard, but my neurodivergence, my social anxiety around people i i tend to just kind of let people be and i've never really expressed my thoughts and my feelings about things and that's what wednesdays are for now i'm not i'm not gonna hold back i'm not going to sugarcoat it right there's a lot of problems in this world i'm not here to solve them i'm not here to say I'm the one to solve them. I'm here to say that we all collectively have to solve it because there's no one else. Nobody else is going to wipe your ass for you. Unless you're so disabled and then luckily there's a system, but that system is so fucking broken as somebody who worked inside of it for so long. There's so much wrong with it. But all these systems are broken. All these systems need improvement. That's the thing. It's a constant and never-ending improvement and a change. And that's the true nature of reality. But this closed-minded, everything needs to stay the way it was or go back to the way it was, is an overly simplistic point of view and... R.I.P. John Conway, shout out to John Conway, famous mathematician, inventor of the game of life for however it actually got coded. Again, big dum-dum up here. Chronic illness has really fucked with my brain. There's a lot of, lot of, lot of gunk up there that needs, needs cleaned out, and this is part of that purging. Plus, I hate sounding like a dumbass on, on in front of people, especially on camera. So I'm going to look it up. I'm going to hopefully get to that point where I'm 
talking to people like Lex Friedman or somebody else about John Conway and they can go on and on and on and I don't have to. And then you get the benefit of that. Until such time, I'm stuck with me. I hope you're stuck with me. I hope you're still watching. I hope anybody's still watching. This is, again, I said this was going to be short and this is, trust me, a short version of it. Um, the game of life from simple rules, complex behavior emerges, right? From a few simple rules, he got these little dots to blink on and off and basically live and die. And then communities form and society. And it's just, it's really freaky. Um, if I had more time, I'd probably put up a little clip right here, but in the beginning, I'm just going to purge nobody's really going to watch these too much i'll hopefully clip out a few hopefully there'll be at least one or two good parts so no need to feel the need to listen to me ramble on for however long the recording is hopefully there'll be clips hopefully there'll be social right i kind of took a hard turn there from john conway right from what i was talking about of, of expressing myself but fine I, i'm talking about it so it's kind of goals for the podcast right i i'm still working through a lot of health issues it's very difficult for me to even sit upright without taking specific supplements that basically give my body the dopamine it can't produce on its own so that has a very limited window of about an hour hour and a half tops where i get enough energy enough ability to sit up straight to speak clearly and eloquently my brain to fire at a decent rate for a change otherwise i uh slumped over i the i have i believe what i have is dopa responsive dystonia it's not been confirmed yet it took me 18 years to get uh recently diagnosed as hypermobile ehlers danlos syndrome so again something i'll talk about a lot on manic mondays um but will inform everything because it's kind of fucked up to go your whole life 45 years of not knowing exactly why you are the way you are and everybody just kind of passing it off when you're a child or a teenager or you're 27 years old and you're laying on a table and a neurologist has electric needles stuck inside of you and he's yelling at you to relax as if you could. That's the problem. It's part of the reason why you're there. And that 18 years later, that very same fact of being unable to relax would become to the point where I couldn't work, where the point I couldn't get out of bed, where the point where I couldn't lay or sit or stand, I couldn't raise my arms, my legs and arms would go numb. It, it, it very much sucked. I felt as if I was dying, as if my life was being taken from me slowly um, and choking me out, basically. I couldn't breathe. My muscles get so constricted and so tight 
the dystonia twists it pulls at my neck uh, anyways so there'll be a lot to talk about with that um yeah but in spite of it all here i am um fortunately like i said i found a supplement that that helps that does basically what would be the standard medical treatment um but it's not something that i've been working with a lot i kind of accidentally inadvertently figured it out which kind of spurred a lot of these changes and these weird moments where I was feeling so connected to it all and couldn't understand why and then went basically nearly psychotic a couple of times um, which was uh, an unfortunate event each time but it, there there were lessons to be learned there um, about how much of this stuff I can take, how much of it I can handle. Um, so a lot of stuff. Um, and hopefully it's not always going to be so rambly. Um, the, the point is to establish right certain kind of topics for certain kind of days as the predominant prevailing thing that I'm trying to talk about um, and this is no way going to be chronological there's no way to make Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays fit together or every Monday fit with every Monday but I'll do my best to kind of keep on track <laughs> as you can see there's it, go, it gets tangential in a hurry with me um, and also that I'm very verbose and very talkative and also that my voice can at times be mumbly at times not be there so if that starts becoming an issue at all um i may have to stop abruptly like i'll, I'll keep working at this and hopefully you keep listening whoever you are or maybe you come at this from years years into the future and you're a fan and you listen to all the episodes and you want to go back and see where it all started well here it is it starts with this it starts with this purge of finally getting these thoughts and feelings out if for no other reason then it's helping me feel better which is gonna help my wife is gonna help my kids it's gonna you know that kind of thing it's I've journaled off and on my whole life. Um, when I started stand-up that journey in late summer 2019, I began recording my sets. I began recording my practice sets. I had to get used to hearing the sound of my voice. I hate my voice. I don't like it. Just like my anything to do with my mouth I have issues with because the dystonia was the cause of a crooked smile that I grew up hating and not knowing what it was having doctors ask me Do you have Bell's palsy? Did you have a stroke? I don't know. It's been like this my whole fucking life. Why is nobody 
not taking more of an issue with it. Oh, because we're too fucking poor. That's why. Anyways. There will be plenty of those to come. Plenty of time to let the anger out. So at times I'm going to bitch. At times I'm going to rant. But I hope to, again, stick with being a comedy freak to putting comedy first. The goal here is not to be right because there is no right. Because no one can know it all. So therefore, right, it's kind of like it's over there. Well, yeah, you're right. It is in that general direction. But could you be a bit more specific, right? The show is about specificity. It's about getting deep. But it's not about getting deep to just go deep. It's about getting deep to bring that out, to mine it out, to bring the goodness, the gold out, right? And to compare it and share it and talk about these things from a different point of view. But I certainly have that. I have certainly felt unique and alone and different my entire life, even even in relationships, even within my family, even within friendships, even with my own children. Like it's it's just a part of who I am and I have to accept and understand and and manage and work with that and as much as I wanted to record at the very start of this journey and document all of it I've had to kind of document it in my own way which was kind of haphazardly through social media and then last year when my health got so bad I just couldn't even look at it because I wanted to keep working at this and making it finally work. I wanted to get to the point where I could sit comfortably physically, but also mentally be strong enough to keep things going and on track towards the things that I want to talk about and emotionally being able to be comfortable opening up and being vulnerable, right? I know how fucking hard it is. I know how hard it was for me. So, by extension, I'm sort of assuming that it's that hard for someone else. And fortunately, through social media, I found a few other people who had self-diagnosed, and some of them actually became officially diagnosed as autistic. And, and that's... It's been comforting, Right? It's been comforting to know that I'm not the only one, that this is a bigger, there's a much bigger issue at hand here. And I didn't feel comfortable speaking on those issues, number one, because some people within the autism community don't even seem to appreciate or whatever, have issues with people who self-diagnose. I think it's more of an issue with the younger people because of teasing, bullying, social media, etc. But who knows? I, if you've met one person with autism, you've met one person with autism. I try not to paint too broad of a brush within the autism community at large, right? It's just an individual basis, and that's the problem, is everything is an, on an individual basis, but societally, 
the sort of rules and general vibe is for everybody to kind of get in line and go along with the flow. And the more neurodivergent you are, the more you have genetic, epigenetic imbalances that are making you unable to control your own body, your own mind, your own emotions, you're not going to be able to just get in line and do. And that's what we see. And it's seemingly and alarmingly increasing. Um, and I say that not to bring any kind of negativity towards people's autism right but to hopefully be able enough to recognize that the same genes that are giving you your abilities are also taking away from you in some way right there's only so much energy in your body it's a constant push pull of what's getting the resources and so if you're spending all your time up in your brain your brain's sucking through that glucose and, and that energy is not available for other things. And so you're going to get these high highs and these crashes and all these things. And, and if you want to, if I want to balance them out, I'm not, I'm not saying that I have got the answers to this. I'm saying is very difficult and it's a very hard process it's difficult to go it alone. And I've been going it mostly alone. And so I know what that's like. And so I, I want to be a resource, but also uh, kind of do your own research. Don't, I'm not an expert. Don't rely on me or my opinions. All I can do is share my stories, things I've tried, things that I feel have worked, things that maybe didn't work so well for me. Um, yeah. I mean, once I kind of get through this initial purge, right, I'm going to get tired of talking about the same things over and over and over again. But also, I'm going to have to take the time and give some of these stories a bit more. <laughs> I can't just keep saying, yeah, I'll talk about this later, and then I'm going to talk about this later. Like at a certain point, i got to sit down and tell the story of spring break 2019 when we had a my family and I had a almost near death experience I was the one awake for it I was the one driving we almost drove off the road yeah anyways so there's a whole story there and there's lots of stories off of that and as you can see there's there's a lot up here in this brain and I could ramble on and on by myself about myself about life and everything but I don't I've never had anybody to really talk to about it the closest I've gotten is a few late night drinking sessions with friends or whomever and you know you get to that deep conversation where you finally let those demons out a little bit or you express those feelings that you want to express and <laughs> I'm a husband, I'm a father, I have to work, I have chronic pain, I have all this stuff going on, I'm neurodivergent, which I just, right, 
all this stuff has been flying at me and I've been trying and coping and dealing with it the best I can. And so I know how much that, how hard it was for me and how hard it can be to be alone. And I want to talk about my own experiences, but also just knowing that me talking about it may be helping someone else. It, it helps me to want to be even more open. I, I hate that in general conversation, it, it has been pretty much relegated to, to podcasting, but it, it's where you see long form conversations. You don't see them anywhere else. So this is what I've always wanted ever since I heard about the Algonquin round table as a teenager, I was like, yes, let me get up there to the big boy table. Let me sit with the brightest and the best and, and just discuss life. Not that I want to go out there and fix everything because I don't think it's fixable. And that's where the nihilism comes in. And that's where the hedonism is the response to that, right? If it's all just fucking whatever, then I'm just going to do fucking whatever. And I tried it out for a while and it didn't sit right with me just because I there's more to life in this existence than just me, I believe. I don't know. Maybe that's just because I'm a parent and I have that feeling from my children, but I really have felt throughout my life that there's just so much more going on and that we're just getting a tiny fraction of the experience. And that tiny fraction is quite enough. It's overwhelming most of the time. But the point is to find the beauty, find the joy within it, to get freaky and not get so hung up on shit, right? Which is easy for me to say and then damn near impossible for me to do. I, anxiety is constant. I never thought of it as anxiety, though. I thought of it as worrying or frustration or why are, why don't people just follow the rules? And why? And then I wouldn't follow the rules. And I'd be like, what the fuck just happened there? I thought I was in control of this thing. And just dealing with that throughout my whole life at scale, it it's just, it, it got to the point where I'm like, enough is enough. And... I've I've tried a lot of shit in the last three years and none of it worked but it all kind of worked and, and now I'm to that point where I feel comfortable podcasting I feel like I can begin to share my journey and, and I want to talk about things I'm thinking about things I'm trying to do to get better to feel better, which is to say, feel more balanced, to feel more calm, more resilient, more flexible, 
more able to adapt and change instead of getting stuck in these thought ruts, these feeling ruts. But it's also recognizing, and this is what that Wacky Wednesday is for, is that spiritual lesson, which is the same lesson as comedy, is that expect the unexpected. It's always forever changing. That pattern will be the same for 9,999 times, and on the 10,000th, that's where the change comes. If you only look through one through a thousand, you're going to think it's that way forever. But nothing is that way forever. And it goes way down deep. And I'm going to do my best to give my takes on it, my perspective on it. Um, okay, I'll bring this up. Cause I can't believe I haven't brought it up yet. If this is actually going to work. Okay. Uh, technical issues will be kind of part of the process, especially for the YouTube part of it. I'm not sure what's going on, but uh, mostly just old equipment. Too poor to be doing the things that I'm doing. I think this spinning movie thing kind of trips it up. Anyways, I'm going to do a little drawings, little... Not to do lessons, but just to kind of help clarify some things I'm talking about sometimes. I don't know. When we're talking about these sort of high-end, not high-end, but wrong word choice there, sort of, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? These ideas that are harder to grasp, right? Harder to visualize. Well, part of the reason they were harder for me to visualize is because I didn't realize that I was basically sort of 3D learning impaired. I just had a photographic memory, so I saw everything very two-dimensional, snapshotty, symbolically. And so it's been a real journey and struggle these last few years to kind of finally get my brain wrapped around three dimensions and what could four dimensions mean and anyways so I'm not great at this kind of stuff so I again I'm a student sharing my notes I I'm not not any expert on any of these things but again the Mandelbrot set the middle of the middle of the middle of the matrix if you will um what's what's going on there and the point of all this purging and all this stuff is just this is what i'm doing anyways this is this is me sharing myself not me stating this is how i think it is and how you should believe or whatever i i very much look forward to hearing from other people and I want to get to the point where I can start talking to other people. Hey, there it goes. Ooh, that was a... Because the point is to eventually get this to be a bit more of a regular podcast and maybe this solo endeavor becomes more of a... I don't know. Patreon or special episode kind of addition 
I don't know. Anyways, this is not working. The whole thing's kind of crashing on me now. So that's a good spot to end it. My daughter's going to be home from school soon. As much as I know that this is crap and it's just me rambling on, I really... The, the intention really was to do this as kind of more of a live stream podcast. So live stream kind of solo show podcast, whatever, and hopefully getting some sort of interaction with somebody eventually on the other end. I'm out there looking for my Daniel hoops. Where are you at? Danny hoops. I, <laughs> but as you can see, technical issues, uh, old PC, very old PC, and each freaking OBS Studio update seems to be crashing it easier and easier. And so, we'll see. I may have to go back to an older version that was actually a bit more stable for this old-ass PC. Stop updating it. So, oh, we stopped that. Okay, can we get back to just this? There we go. Keeping it as simple as we can. <laughs> Taking it easy, not not too hard. But I have worked on different kind of visual aspects, so hopefully the YouTube will come along. Um, you know, the, I'm not going to lie, the goal is to, to make this into something, to make this into something that I can make a living from and do full-time. I'm, I've been obsessed with these ideas most of my life in some capacity, and as I learn more and more, I kind of shed the old ideas and embrace the new, and then learn more and more about those, and, you know, it's about not throwing the baby out with the bathwater, and it's about realizing that <clears throat> we get this thimble full of awareness to experience life with right and whatever goes through that and into that little thimble is what we're calling and experiencing as our life as our consciousness but there's so much more beyond that and that's all happening at the same time it's both always <clears throat> and part of my journey these last four years has been reconnecting with my spiritual side with this trying to fit in and make something out of this life not feeling like i'm gonna die a loser and not even trying right at least i'm out here trying at least i'm out here making art trying to make some sort of connection right i don't know how big this will become hopefully bigger than zero and, and anything after that I'll just keep trying my best because it's not about me in, in, in a sense it's not even about you the listener although it is it's almost more of a kind of a binaural beat situation where it's you and it's me, but it's the whatever it is that goes on in between, whatever you get from this, whatever I get from this, 
it's something more. It's something extra, right? It's that feeling of not being quite so alone, of feeling like somebody gets you. I'm not saying that you get me or I get you, but maybe we do. Maybe you're that person that becomes the fan of the show or you're that person that feels like finally somebody gets me. And I know what that's like. I know because that's how I felt when I found my podcast, right? And I'm going to talk about my favorite podcasters and all that kind of stuff and yada, 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 right? And eventually all these kind of things will just kind of become this video content library of my life and documenting my journey and even if nobody else sees it but it's there I know my kids can go back and watch because YouTube's probably going to be around a lot longer than I am at this point and or Spotify or wherever this lives you know so I'm very comfortable now with this journey and I intend to give it as much as I can for as long as I can. It's not my sole endeavor by any means. I've got so many other things that I want to do. I feel like I was spared, was given a second chance at life with that near-death almost accident seeing the flash of white light that whole experience <clears throat> and I tried and failed so much in the last four years that I'm almost numb to it I just trust and believe in it at this point that I'm on the right path and this will affect who it needs to affect whether that's just me, whether it's just my kids or my wife or whomever. I just know deep in my heart that right now, this is what I need to be doing in my life. I need to purge. I need to share. And then from there, I need to get more more data, right? The point is to get this out. So now I've got room. Now I can take in other people's experiences again. I've been so bogged down with my own shit for so long and just been kind of pushing everything else away as much as I can, except for the closest of the close. And it breaks my heart to say it, but for the last year, especially, but basically since COVID it's just been even my family my wife and my kids like it's just at times it's too much it's it's trying not to let on how sick I am and or how sick I was but at the same time just wanting you to get it that I'm not able to do and to do more for yourself and I don't feel that anymore since I, I have begun taking the supplement for the dystonia. I, I get windows where I feel myself again. 
I feel like things are possible again. I don't feel stuck anymore. But also, it gives me structure because I have to basically kind of live my life three hours at a time. And I have to manage that three-hour window because... I take the medicine and then I start to feel the medicine and then it goes down and there's just this sort of natural wave to it. And it's kind of riding that wave. And that's, that's the process. That's the metaphor. That's fucking life right there. And I'm going to go at it deep and hard and, that's the name of my autobiography (laughs) if I ever write it I went at it deep and hard no it (laughs) it's just about me getting me out of the way that's what I figured out that this journey is for me and I think for everybody is to get the you that was created without the you that is really you (laughs) being the one that created it and to realize that and you let go of that and then you just kind of have more room for the natural you that you can become to become which is a really shitty self-help synopsis a, a very deep level biological chemical physical goings on that are making all of this as the emergent property of the emergent characteristics right so I'm gonna go on and on about that kind of stuff if you like that kind of stuff great if not I apologize Uh, I My goal is not to put myself out here as knowing it all, as just somebody who's been very curious about it and remains curious. And so if you think you know more than me, if you think you want to talk to me, you like this vibe, by all means, hit me up. Um, Once I can get past this point of technical challenges of just recording a solo show by myself, then I can begin to worry about getting guests and the technical challenges of that. And, you know, this part is actually the easiest part now, which it used to be the hardest part. I was like, I could never do this, but, you know, all the back end, the uploading the videos, the SEO, all that kind of stuff, I would try and focus on that. And now, now that I have to do it, now that I'm comfortable, the editing and all the uploading and all that, like that seems like the hardest part. So again, as this builds, as it grows, as my skills grow as a podcaster, as a interviewer, if I get to interview people, which again, just having conversation, like getting to the point where this is conversational and not so, I don't know, much like, just me rambling on to myself um, is the first goal. And then getting comfortable talking with other people about this stuff. Part of it is it it's a better way of learning versus just reading the books 
to actually be able to speak to the author of a book. Are you fucking kidding me? That's awesome. Of course I want to do that. I've wanted to do that my whole life. Pick other people's brains. I just don't want to be in a big group about it. So that's the goal. The purge. And then the conversations. I want to talk to people. I want to know what they're a freak about. What are you a freak for? Is it comedy? Is it sports? Is it art? Is it music? I, I would love to talk to other artists. I would love to talk to musicians. I love music, right? I have all these passions, all these obsessions, all these little polymath tendencies of going off hard in this one direction and learning as much as I can and then going in another and following the, that path and without any real way of turning it into anything. And now I feel like with this podcast, at least all of my years of studying and doing and trying and stuff won't be so in vain. So yeah, this was a short podcast. <laughs> I don't have this much time to talk. So this will probably be about a regular amount of time. I try, I want to try and keep it around an hour, maybe an hour and a half at three times a week. Are you kidding me? But I can do it, whether it's entertaining, whether or not it means something to anybody. I don't know. Hence, then clipping it down to shorter versions that are more topic-focused and all of that shit. And so I'll do that, and hopefully at some point it becomes a thing, and then I can pay somebody else to do the editing and all that kind of stuff, and this grows and it scales and it becomes wonderfully freaky and magnificent. But if not... Like I said, at least I'm doing something. Something. It's good to do something. When it's felt like you can't do nothing. Indeed. So that's probably a pretty good point to, to leave this first episode because I got to freaking go. Thank you so much to anybody who actually listened to any second of this first episode and took a chance on this um i can't promise that it will be any better than this anytime soon but that is the goal and that is the intention to keep getting a little bit better a little bit more comfortable to keep sharing to keep being vulnerable to keep being sincere in the hopes of being authentic right i'm not here to put on airs to put on a show, right? That's what my comedy act I hope will become. But first I got to get my ass back to doing open mics. And so I need to be healthy enough to do that. I need to balance my time for that. And so I'm going to keep working at these things, keep trying to get back and become the person that I want to become. And this podcast and my social media, which I haven't even mentioned, but uh, I'll put it up on the screen down below. It's uh, get freaky pod at get at get freaky pod. There you go. I'll start putting clips and shit up there as I can, and it'll 
not be seen by too many people because that's what happens. But at least in video form, people may take a chance on it a bit better, a bit more. I don't know. Eventually, you just keep getting drops in the bucket and the bucket fills. That's how it works. So there's no rush. There's no... That's gone now. In the beginning, I felt kind of a rush to get going and get doing and get all this stuff documented and get on TikTok and blow up and do all the things because I knew that my health was failing and that I couldn't keep working for piddlance because I was wiping asses for a living and barely. So barely a living. I was wiping a lot of ass. Oh, Lordy. Anyways, I got to go. Thank you so much to anybody, everybody, all the people that supported me during this, my wife and kids and all that shit for putting up with me during the last few years and all the years. And hopefully they will keep putting up with me through this endeavor and we'll see you next time, friends. Bye bye.